What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. I want to talk about the kids because I actually think for us in some ways, the air fryer is more accessible than the microwave for kids helping themselves to warm hearty snacks or doing yo-yo dinners. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. If you'd like to support Didn't I Just Feed You, you can subscribe to our bonus episode feed on Apple Podcasts or join our super fan community by visiting didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. If financial support of the podcast isn't in the budget right now, no worries. You can show your support by sharing your favorite episode of Didn't I Just Feed You with a friend or even better, leaving us a rating or review wherever you listen. Stacey, it has been three years, which I can't even believe it seems like it was just yesterday, that we had an in-depth conversation about air fryers. Uh, But you keep bringing them up in every episode. In fact, you may have or may have not made me order a new air fryer. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. I talk about it a lot. I ordered a new air fryer just because you keep talking about how much you love yours, even though three years ago, I promised to buy you an air fryer for your birthday in that episode. And then I never did. I hope people listened to that reheated one because it's cute. And also we've come a long way. We have come so, so far. (laughs) B, it's useful. And three, I do. I'm bitchy. I want people to know that you promised me an air fryer. And I never received it. (laughs) Can we do like a really broad strokes? I wrote about air fryers. I felt like for two years for kitchen, I reviewed so many air fryers, like the Philips XL, the Instant Pot Vortex, which was their like air fryer rotisserie thing, air fryer lids for Instant Pots. I have been through so many air fryers. And then something happened when we moved. I was just like, I... Even though I loved actually the Instant Pot Vortex, which was their air fryer at the time, I think it's been named, changed names or been updated since then. I was like, I'm just going to give all the air fryers away. And so then I kind of like dropped off air fryer cooking. This summer, I bought a very cheap air fryer and I don't really love it, which is why you influenced me to upgrade because you're now like... I feel like I dropped off and you were like, okay, now I air fry. You ordered an air fryer and you love it and you use it a ton. Can you tell us what happened in your air fryer journey to get to that point? <laughs> Can I put that on a t-shirt? My air fryer journey. My air fryer journey. Yes. So it's funny because I feel like I'm such an advocate and clearly an influencer because I influenced you and you are a real influencer. But I don't cook like a huge variety of things in my air fryer. So it's going to be interesting as we kind of dig in. Here's the deal with me and my air fryer is that I had been gifted 
two air fryers, one very early on as a review, and then another one, I don't even remember the makes and models, but another one also from a publication who wanted me to write an article on air fryers. And they just, I was like, this is cool. And they just never became part of my rotation. And the absolute number one reason had nothing to do with the air frying functionality and everything to do with the fact that they were small. And I couldn't cook anything, whether a side, a main, a dessert, nothing I cooked in one go was enough of a portion for my family of four. And I was like, I don't get it. Even just psychologically, even when it was easy to clean, I was like, if I have to do this in batches, I am very annoyed because I'm expecting something different from this convenience machine. So I was coming at it thinking about more the convenience than I was thinking about the actual cooking function. It's not like I fried a ton in my house. It wasn't like I was looking for a quote unquote healthier version of fried foods. None of that. And to be honest, a lot of what I accomplish in my air fryer, not everything, but a lot in the way that I use it, I can easily accomplish in my oven. I'm much more of a roaster. So I needed an air fryer that did what I was doing in my oven faster and with easier cleanup. And so that is how that was the lens I used when I was buying my air fryer. I was like, I need high capacity because it's not convenient if I have to do it in batches. I need it all nonstick and easy to clean. So that ruled out a lot of the air fryers that I think might actually function a little bit better than mine. I don't know. It's just a guess based on the smoke and mirrors of social media. (laughs) The wire baskets. Some of those models that have a wire basket, you see stuff coming out like so crunchy and amazing. And I don't know if it's that I don't cook those recipes because I'm not actually trying to like simulate deep frying at home or if it's my air fryer. But anyway, like it is what it is. All nonstick. It is the easiest to clean. It's like I can't even believe how easy every time it's time to clean my air fryer. I'm like, this is such a gift. I love it. Yeah. I want to talk about cleaning like as a whole separate thing, because even since we aired our last air fryer episode, there are like tools and gadgets for keeping it cleaner while you're using it and also cleaning it in general, which is is like that's new and exciting for anyone who's been like, oh, I don't want to clean another appliance. But I think we should take one small step back and just talk about what an air fryer is in case anyone didn't listen to the reheated version of the air fryer episode that we aired in 2020. It's basically a countertop convection oven. It is not a fryer in any way. The promise is that because it circulates air through convection, if you use a little bit of fat on the food, it will mimic the crunchy, crispy of deep frying. And there are even ovens now because a lot of ovens have have been oven convection oven combos. And now some of those are putting an air fry (laughs) dial on. Yes, which is really interesting. Totally. I recently tested, used uh, Ninja's grill. I'm going to call it the wrong thing and feel weird about that. 
because the grill dads gifted it to me. They have a partnership with Ninja and it pro- it's like an electric grill. It's great for apartments. It promises to like grill, smoke and air fry. And it actually delivers on those things. But I'm just like, this is so interesting that even grills, which are a whole other extra luxury appliance are getting into the air fryer game. And here's the, th- the thing. I don't think it mimics deep frying. I like to fry. I like to deep fry. I like to shallow fry. I am not afraid to fry. Um, so the air fryer has to fill a different sort of need or category in my house, which tends to be like easy cooking, yes. like not wanting to heat Same. up the whole oven. Same. And in some instances, like cooking smaller batches of things because it's like a night where we're doing yo-yo dinners or I just need to feed myself. So I'm super curious, like, what is the, is there like a very specific void that the air fryer fills for you? That sounds so weird to say. (laughs) Or like, what are the specific things that you use the air fryer for? Yeah, it's really a time-saving thing. And I have been hot on meal prepping lunches for myself because one of the things that I realized when we took a month off is that when I felt like I had more time and I said felt because sometimes it's just psychological, you know, like you rev up at the beginning of the day. And when I have to ping between so many things like taking Oliver here, then I have a recording, then I've got to go to acupuncture, then I'm going to work out and then I'm going to go back to work. Just the nature of that makes me feel like I am rushing even when I don't have to rush. Whereas when we had time off and I felt like I had stretches of time, I was making myself lunches that just made me feel so much better during the day. I felt both physically, but also psychologically, I felt taken care of. So I'm starting to meal prep lunches so that I can mimic those more satisfying lunches without putting in quite as much time. And the happy flip side is that I'm having a lot of great stuff on hand for Hail Mary dinners, for yo-yo dinners, for times when I'm like, oh, I'm going out for dinner with a girlfriend tonight. The default would have been to order in. But now with some prep stuff on hand, Mike is much more likely to be like, oh, well, what is there? Like if I can still work until 630 and then throw something together, I will. So it's been really nice to have meal prep and my air fryer. I'm like back in love with it again because it's has a big capacity. It has a divider that you can slide in and out. So you can cook two different things on two sides at two different temperatures, or you can just use the whole big basket. And uh, I can throw in marinated chicken breast on one side and sweet potatoes on the other side. And then I can be cooking, you know, quinoa or rice or pasta that I want to prep for the week on the stovetop. And I don't know how I would do that with my air fryer. I mean, I guess what I would do is put a bunch of things on different sheet pans and pop it all in the oven, but I can't explain why that feels so much more laborious to me. Well, then you're cleaning multiple pans versus like, it sounds like at the end, you just have the one basket and the divider to clean and and it feels easier, which that's like a legitimate reason to do something is even if it on paper is not faster or is not easier. If it removes a mental block for you, hell yeah. But also it does remove cleaning. You're right. Because even if I'm like, okay, in the first batch, I'm doing chicken and sweet potato. Then I'm going to take everything out. And then I'm going to throw a bunch of chickpeas in there. 
I don't have to clean anything in between or use parchment. Like I literally take a paper towel and because it's nonstick, I just wipe it well enough and then throw the next thing and heat it up. And it's all going faster too. If I have to wait for the oven to do it, I have longer times between this just like I can plow right through like boom, 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 prep a whole bunch of stuff in an hour using my air fryer. Yeah. And it sounds like even though we're talking about a larger capacity air fryer in general than what we both were using years ago, it sounds like you're prepping like the amount you need for a week. So you're not like having to fill a whole half sheet pan with roasted veggies. You can just do like the small amount of roasted veggies that you need for your lunches in general. Although mine does have the capacity to do the whole thing. Like if I throw Brussels sprouts in there for my family dinner, I don't have to do it in batches. That was absolutely key for me. Okay. I can't believe... Okay, so you said meal prep. You mentioned beans also, like making crispy things like chickpeas, but you could do nuts in there as well. I had this revelation that you can do like very excellent toast or toasted sandwiches in the air fryer in part because the grill dads did like a s'more a toasted s'mores sandwich i've seen that and have not trusted it oh i think it's so good but also you're on this year of toast toast. well i like my toast i don't even put my toast in the toaster i like my toast in a nonstick pan because again easy to clean with a little bit of olive oil okay but just for toasting the bread what about when you're Mm. making like a melt i almost always Put olive oil in the pan and I want that like <laughs> toasty olive oil goodness. But yes, I have heard that it works. Great. Okay. Interesting. I'm so, I was like, obviously Stacy's doing air fryer toast. No, I don't know why, but I could. Okay. I think I'll this is it. a challenge to both of us because we don't have a toaster. So we often use the broiler for toasting things, like even just very basic breakfast toast to like put butter on with scrambled eggs. And I think that I could appease Brian if he could like set a timer uh, for the air fryer and like put toast in there and it would come out toasty and crispy. I love it. We have to do an experiment. When my new air fryer gets here, I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to record it. Okay. So I like reheating in there too. It's quick and easy, but mostly, mostly, you know, even when I'm using it at dinner time, it's the same way I'm doing it for meal prep. I'm putting meats in there and I can, I can fit like two pounds of chicken thighs in there easily, which is great. It feels faster and easier. It feels more hands-off. I feel like when I close the door of my air fryer, I'm like, boom, done. Like, what's next? Like, like magic there's is happening no, yeah, right there like, and I don't have to no do anything. There's no pan that I'm having to like think about for afterwards. I don't need my oven mitts. I don't know. It just feels great. So for simply cooked roasted meats, mostly chicken thighs, chicken breast, if that's what's on hand, pork loins. I'm not going to cook a steak in there. You know, I'm going to still cook a steak because the steak is expensive and luxurious and delicious and I want it cooked in butter. I'm going to still do that like in my pan and finish in the oven. But just like everyday proteins. Oh, I recently cooked fish in there. I was going to say people really like it for salmon. Yeah. Great. So I love that. And remember in a what we're cooking and eating now recently, I mentioned a killer swordfish recipe. Olive yes. oil, marinated swordfish. I bet you could do the swordfish in there while you're heating oil 
and dealing with the herbs in like a nonstick pan, you know, it would just yes. like make it faster because you could be doing the two steps at the same time instead of staggering them. So it's that. And then it's veggies. It's a lot of veggies. Like my kids love roasted veggies. And so, you know, cauliflower goes in there. Brussels sprouts goes in there. It's wintertime right now. So like those are those are like my big go to's. Isaac won't eat broccoli anymore cooked. So that's oh like, oh my God, a- I would die. Like we eat broccoli once a week and roast it or air, like I air can't frying even it. Believe it. It's the, it's literally the worst. He will eat <laughs> I'm it so sorry. raw, like in a raw salad. So I'll use not just miso lemon vinaigrette and dried cherries and thinly sliced shallots and toss it with chopped raw broccoli. And like, that's pretty much the only way he's eating raw broccoli these days. You've definitely mentioned that in a what we're cooking and eating now. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. Like, those are the main things. Oh, and then like the freezer foods. Yeah. I was going to say you alluded to this idea that if there's stuff prepped, Mike will throw dinners together. Does that mean that he's cooking things in the air fryer or that's just like the meal prep that you've already done in the air fryer and he's reheating it? Correct. The second, the latter, because adding a new tool is like for his ADHD brain that doesn't already feel comfortable in the kitchen. That's like adding a new, even though it's 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 seemingly easier. It's not even a block as much as like it's another step to have to integrate and he's already right. working hard to deal with the multiple steps required. So he just goes to, we recently bought nonstick pants for him. And it actually reminded me of our interview with Casey Davis about how she was like, I have only like four pants and yep. one with interchangeable, like being minimal and just knowing that this is going to wash easy, like helps him. He just grabs one of the two nonstick pants for anything he does in the kitchen. Okay. So he's not using the air fryer, but no, this does. But the kids, but Oliver is. Yes, I w- I want to talk about the kids because I actually think for us in some ways, the air fryer is more accessible than the microwave for kids helping themselves to warm hearty snacks or doing yo-yo dinners. But I need you to know, maybe I am aggressive in this episode. <laughs> I text Patty Catalano, who was one of my colleagues at Kitchen. We worked, she's been a guest on the show. We did a what we're cooking and eating now. She talked to us about Costco. Um, she's written a lot of air fryer recipes recently. And I text her and was like, Patty, I feel like you and Stacy have like a secret air fryer society <laughs> where you know all the good things to make in the air fryer now. And I've been out of the game for a little bit of time. And she revealed that she doesn't necessarily like, especially with frozen foods in particular, she doesn't necessarily look at the directions on the back of the bag. She just turns her air fryer on and it has a default temperature, which is like 375 or 380, depending on the model. And that's what she cooks most things on. And I think that that is like going back to Mike and his having the mental roadblock. It's like a whole thing to learn. I think you really can for many things, including like roasted veggies and like chicken thighs, some of the things you're already talking about, you can seriously just turn it on, like just press start, just turn it on and learn how to use it with the default settings. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. It's not like the instant pot where like you really have to consider totally. the time because and you can't release open it fast up. Release. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. This is like, turn it on. 
I do recommend preheating it for like 10 minutes. I think a lot of recipes recommend that too. But even that's like the time it takes you to like open up the bag or open up the freezer, get things out and like kind of get organized before you put things in. And also if you don't let it preheat for 10 minutes, it's not the same thing as your oven where it's like really going to be bad for it. Like the preheat time is very short and then just throw in there yes. and see how it goes. You totally. can pull the basket out anytime, shake it, turn things around, evacuate things if you need to. It really is very easy to use. Totally. Totally. It's interesting. I want to go back to you saying that you think it's accessible for the kids because Oliver still loves the microwave, but will use the air fryer because it's more conveniently placed. Isaac does not use the air fryer. Okay. And I wonder if I tell him what you just said, if that could be the thing that gets him over the hump. Because I think he thinks, oh, it's asking me like time and temperature. Like the microwave is something he kind of already learned and he just gets that. It's like super powerful. It's going to nuke stuff. So I'm just going to do 30 seconds and see. The one thing that will help motivate Isaac to use the air fryer and is also the source of frequent usage in our home, but usage that when it comes up makes us all so, so happy, reheating fried stuff. Like I like to deep fry, but I don't do it very often. Yes. Anything that I deep fry, I'm going to just still deep fry because like that's part of what it is. Like my fried chicken sandwich is pretty much the only thing that I bother to deep fry at home. And I'm never going to put that in my air fryer. But the kids order in fried stuff. So like fried chicken sandwiches, they like to order in when we do ordering days, French fries. Oliver also likes onion rings. I like onion rings and any leftover so much better. Like I would, it was actually wasted money. Like they'd order a big thing of fries and wings from Wingstop. And then like three quarters of the fries would still be left because they were full on soda and wings. And it would be like garbage. What are you going to do with this? I'm not going to like, you could do it in the oven. It is possible. I'm not saying it isn't possible but it just didn't feel practical. Now I keep everything. And Next isn't that day. like the convenience of leftovers? Like yes. you don't want to have to heat up the whole oven to get totally. crispy fries. So then they come home. It's not a full meal, but they come home after school the next day, after school snack, cheese stick and fries. <laughs> like it's perfect. Throw them in the air fryer, like have an apple and the cheese stick while you're waiting. And then you got your fresh fries to eat while you're doing homework. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. Twenty twenty four is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinner time overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter Butcherbox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinner time overwhelm, be gone. 
ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for dinner and I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. The reason why I think the air fryer could be more accessible for my kids over the microwave is literally the placement of our microwave. Yeah. It is built in. It is above our oven. Yep. So like if the oven has been on for any reason, it could be hot. And like they don't want to do whatever it is, cheesy chips yep, in the totally. microwave because they're scared of the oven. It's hard to reach, especially for Emmett because he's still, you know, he's eight. He's not very tall. And I think that it's less intimidating to open up the basket of the air fryer than it is to use the oven for anything. And then, like you're saying, frozen foods are one of those ways that they could feed themselves. We have them on hand and they don't feel nervous about having to heat up the oven to do tater tots or pizza bites or whatever it is. I think that they would use the air fryer a lot more. And I want to say something else. My girlfriend who loves her air fryer, Rebecca, she was actually on a What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode as well. She has celiac and she's gluten-free. Her daughter is gluten and dairy-free. And then the her son and her husband, the boys in the house, are not. So when they order in fast foody stuff, she has separate safe fries, safe tater tots for her and her daughter. And she can mimic what they're getting by ordering in by throwing it into the air fryer in a way that just didn't feel convenient or easy for her before. So that's also really great. Yes. 
Okay. I There are so many fried foods that are actually, or frozen foods that are actually better in the air fryer, like chicken nuggets. Yes. French fries. Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks. I'm seeing now a lot of frozen food manufacturers actually including air fryer yes. instructions on their packaging, which I love, love, love. But can we talk about like some fun, maybe more highbrow things that you can make? You said you would never cook steak in an air fryer, but people really love it. I'm just yeah. going to throw it out there. Yeah. Because you could do steak on one side and potatoes on the other. I think I'm into Your it. Your face is but, so good. This is when we need video you, on the podcast. I have done a steak in the air fryer. I mean, we use the the air fryer ninja grill for doing steaks and okay. it browned really beautifully and like made that super crispy outside crust, even on like the fat cap of some cuts. I mean, if I was doing it at home for like just us, maybe not. I might do like a flank steak or a hanger steak in there because that's really quick cooking anyways. You got right? me. I like that. Okay. Um, Patty, in when I was attacking her <laughs> via text about you guys being in your secret air fryer society, she sent me a recipe she developed for the kitchen that's like air fryer chicken parm. Yeah, that I makes sense like to is me. Anything, kind of genius. Anything breaded and then you can melt the cheese in there too. I yes. love it. And like, you're already putting red sauce on top of it. So it doesn't matter if it's like perfectly fried the way totally deep fried chicken parmesan would be. I like bacon too. Piece of parchment paper. Yes. And then doing bacon in the air fryer is great. And also like in the morning when you're doing a brunch thing, I don't know, like sometimes I think it's the reason why people do oven baked bacon because getting the bacon out of the way, not having to tend to it on the stovetop and the splatter, it can feel overwhelming. The air fryer is great for that and way easier to clean. You mentioned parchment and I just wanted to say, I alluded to, oh, we're going to talk about products. A thing that has come on the market since the last time we talked about air fryer is like specific to air fryer parchment liners. So you can get like shapes that like certain ones that are shaped for like a square basket or if you have like a more oblong basket and they have little tabs. So they're like easy to pull the parchment things up with parchment liners up with the food on them. Even I did order some along with my air fryer so nice. I can experiment and report back specifically because I want to be able to do more small batch cookies in the air fryer. I'm so curious about that. Okay. But before we get to cookies, cause I want to do dessert. Yes. Plantains. My kids love sweet plantains or Isaac loves sweet plantains. Oliver doesn't. And I've been doing them recently in the air fryer. I've gotten them frozen and do them in the air fryer. And then also just like regular taking them, cutting them up, spraying them with a little bit of neutral oil and putting them in the air fryer. And it's great. And then that got me thinking about cooking fruit in the air fryer Mm. to have on hand to top ice cream, to top yo- vanilla yogurt, to top pancakes. So, so far I've only done regular banana and it was really good. I really liked it because I love cooked fruit. Warm banana is a hard no for me. Oh my God. It's, it's literally one of my, no, this? it's one of my favorite like flambéed bananas. I love it. I like apples too. I bought a bunch of green apples to like just toss with a little bit of maple syrup or brown sugar, a pinch of salt, and then like toss with melted butter. So I, I'll melt butter on the stovetop or in the microwave and then toss the apples with it and throw it in the air fryer and see what happens. 
I can get down with apples. You recently shared maybe like on your Instagram stories, air fried pineapple yeah. pieces. Yes. And I was like, oh gosh, I have to have that. Yep. Uh, but but it, no, it's a no on the playlist. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so that gets us into desserty things. Uh, actually, I have a question. I have a question for you. I've seen people do whole roasted chickens in their air fryer. And for me, that's like steak too. I can't, okay. I'm not into it, but I don't know why. I did, this was now many years ago, do like an instant pot steamed chicken and then use the instant pot air fryer lid to like crisp it up. I think people like to do it so that they can mimic a rotisserie chicken. I just would buy the rotisserie chicken if it was me. I, for a long time, haven't had an air fryer that's big enough for a whole chicken. I'm certainly not trying to like say that's a hard, fast no. There's other stuff that would turn or turn down in the air fryer faster than a whole chicken, but it's not something that I'm routinely doing. Same. And I think it has something to do with the equation. I can't quite put my finger on it, and but it's that equation of mentally, what am I trying to do here? If I'm trying to roast a chicken, I'm not in that mindset where I'm like, I need dinner in 20 minutes. Yeah. I already have a slightly slower cooked dinner in mind. I've made room for that in my life. I'm mentally prepared for that. And so I don't need to rush that process by what, five minutes? Like how much time am I really going to save when I feel like I have a whole process for making a very delicious, very crispy roast chicken? So I'm just yes. going to stick with the original. Like that's the equation. Like, what do I get out of this? Like, how, what do I save? You have to either save me time, and that's the big one, say, and that includes cleanup time, or you have to boost flavor, not just be comparable yes. flavor, but boost flavor, which is like when you get to the good fried stuff. Yes. I don't think we've exhausted everything savory. You talked about it for meal prep, which I think is genius. We talked about it for cooking for kids. We talked a little bit about the idea of it being like a great thing if you are at home to do like quick feed yourself first lunches. In the air fryer episode, Jessica Dang talked about doing like tuna melts or grilled cheeses or she does like pita pizzas in the air fryer for herself. Which is like a melt, I think there's which a she little talked about earlier. Yeah, I think that there's a little bit of like convenience breakfast stuff that could be done in the air fryer and like might be particularly helpful if the money, the monies, <laughs> if the mornings are a pain point for you. I know people really like to air do hard boiled eggs in the air yeah. fryer. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Do I you like it? I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. Okay. I'm like weirdly scared to try it. Again, like when okay. I do that equation, I'm like, mm, I'm, I'll just boil mm, my eggs. Yeah, I'll just boil. Yes, that's how I feel. But um, but it's possible and people love it. Yeah. If you wanted to do like quick baked eggs yes. and do like ramekins that in the air fryer, great. that might be really nice. Or like miniature frittatas. I'm also wondering about meal prepping an egg McMuffin style sandwich and then being able to reheat it in the air fryer. And same thing with like breakfast burritos and actually getting that like you're going to get more flavor because you're going to get more browning than you would like heating it up in the microwave. And it's going to be faster than trying to do it in the oven. Baked oatmeal. I feel like yeah, we should have talked about one. this in the food trend episode at the end of 2022. But my Instagram is full of people like blending up oats in a blender with like eggs and then like cocoa powder and sugar, or maple syrup and like making 
quote unquote baked oats that actually look more like a dessert that just happens to use like oat flour. But I think that would be good in an air fryer. I think that opens up the whole world of like, you can use the air fryer to bake. You're going to get a little bit more browning. Right. And then that helps, gets us into dessert, which you're very interested in talking about. I am because I've never done dessert besides the fruit. Okay. Ooh, granola in the air fryer? Oh, granola! I've never done it, but I think that's like a really interesting... If you can, you know, if you can do nuts, you can do granola too. I think it's just a matter of, you know... Again, this is the other thing. When I'm doing the equation in my head real fast, I'm like, oh, that's genius. That's great. But if I have to put it on a sheet pan anyway, because it's going to fall through the grates, then I might not. It depends what else I have going on in my kitchen. Because granola is something that I'm not making for real time. It's something I'm meal prepping. I'm making a big batch. I think it's just a parchment lining. And like if you had a little bit of nuts or like a small amount of oats to use up and you just needed to make a small batch, sort of what I was saying about like, oh, you only do as much roasted veg as like you can eat for lunches in a week and then you don't feel overwhelmed by it. Yeah. I think that's the scenario for granola too. It has been admittedly several years since I baked in my air fryer. But I know people really love to do like small batches of cookies or small batches of brownies or sort of like mug cakes, but doing them in ramekins in the air fryer. Depending on the size of your air fryer, you can do like whole cakes. But I'm kind of like you where it's like, if I'm going to dirty a cake pan, I might as well just go ahead and turn on the oven and bake like more than one cake. And in all fairness, I'm doing that because I'm trying to reduce the number of steps and baking a cake in the air fryer would actually require me to learn something new. (laughs) Like I'm already, I'm not saving the pan. So then I'm not saving time because I have to learn it. But if someone just taught me or I did it once, I bet I would then do it more frequently because it would be quick and easy. It's great in the summer, just like your Instant Pot, which we've always talked about when you don't want to preheat your oven. You know, so I think it's just because we don't do it doesn't mean it isn't worthwhile learning to do because it does function that way. And my air fryer actually has a bake function. Yes, more and more of them do. Yes. So that it's going to control that convection piece so I don't have to worry about adjusting the time. Yeah. One entry point recipe that people really love is how you can take canned biscuits and make like a faux cronut in the air fryer. And you said like, oh, I only, I would, you know, I like to deep fry things that are meant to be deep fried. So I think of like a traditional yeast donut as that, but like I've definitely done those instant biscuit donuts with my kids in the summertime. And that's something like that is easy to make and easy to prep. And it is that thing of like the instant gratification. Yes, I love that. Okay, so we've had some revelations. My new air fryer is coming before this episode's air airs. So I want to know like what should I cook in my new air fryer first? And we should share what the air fryer is that you talked me into buying. I know you've mentioned it before. So many times. I hope it's still available. Did you get yours at Target? I did get mine at Target. And it seems to be exclusively at Target okay. right now. It's Crux times it's not really times is that what you say <laughs> it's, it's it's literally crux gg on their site right so ghetto gastro is a collective uh, a culinary collective out of the bronx and crux is the brand c-r-u-x 
And then they put a double X and then GG. So Crux X GG. Uh, got mine at Target. Really happy. Before I tell you what you should cook first, which really I want to say should be bananas. So now that I need to kill time. So I now that you ruined that, I can we talk for two seconds about like a couple of top, top tips also? Because I think what we're saying is that you're going to end up getting in a routine with your air fryer. And what you end up cooking the most is really going to be about the equation I keep referencing for myself. It's going to be your version of that. So if you feel like you have more time than me or you're a more patient person than me, you might not be factoring that in as much as factoring in, I don't know, cleanup because you hate cleanup or maybe you're a single parent and whatever you cook, you have to clean because your kids are still little. So like, I really do think it depends because you're just talking about a convection oven. It's just another tool. So I think if you get a version that has easy cleanup and nice capacity that works for your family, you're already ahead of the game and you'll figure out what works for you. But for everybody, you mentioned preheating. I don't, I agree that it's not important, but it will adjust your cooking time, especially if the recipe calls for preheating. My air fryer does not have a preheat button, which I think would trigger me to hit preheat in time for it to actually preheat. But instead, I like turn it on the minute it's time to cook. And I'm like, ah, darn it. (laughs) Like I didn't preheat it, which is just literally turning it on 10 minutes early. So I then adjust my cooking time. Like instead of if something was going to take eight minutes, I'll cook it till 10 and then check it. So preheating is a thing. It's not a thing you have to do, but it's a thing you have to account for. The other thing is, if you're using, (laughs) ask me how I know, if you're air frying fried frozen things, air fryer, you're air frying taquitos from Trader Joe's. At first, I was lightly spraying them with oil, but they were, they're already fried. (laughs) Yes. So then they were coming out really greasy. So since I, what the heck? Yes. Yes. My air fryer is already nonstick, literally fried, fried taquitos, fried egg rolls, like a lot of stuff from Trader Joe's. I just throw in the air fryer and I don't even have to add oil. Other things you do have to add oil. Like if you have breaded chicken cutlets that you want to do, like, and then you're going to put an arugula salad on it, my famous signature. Then you want to spray lightly. You want to spray the meat lightly on both sides with uh, oil spray. And then I also think it helps to check on your food partway through cooking. If it's something you can shake around, chickpeas, veggies, shake, 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 and then check the oil content because you can get extra crispy results by spraying again. Keep it light, Mm. but that can give you extra extra crisp. Okay. I love that. Now, what should you cook? Yes. I mean, again, everything I do is so basic. Uh, I think you should take one of your favorite chicken thigh, sheet pan chicken thigh recipes. Okay. Like there's a one in the New York Times that marinates chicken thighs in like basically yogurt and gochujang. I think it's an Eric Kim recipe that I don't even like follow anymore. I just yogurt, gochujang, a little garlic if I'm feeling fancy. And instead of laying it all in a sheet pan, I put it and put it in the oven. I just put it in the air fryer and it comes out great. 
I say just take something that you just default throw on a sheet pan and put in the oven and put it in the air fryer. Okay. I have your chicken salt and buca from winner, winner, chicken dinner in my But that's in a uh, pan. Queue. I wonder. I know. Do it. And then I want to say, because okay. I think of that butteriness as being essential. I feel like it, I'm afraid it'll be dry, but I want you to do but it. But it's sort of like your swordfish yeah. recipe where you were saying, I can still do the sauce, the like the lemon side. butter garlic yeah. sauce on the side. Maybe I can get very crispy results. I am fascinated by that. Yeah. If you use, ch- okay. My brain is pinging all over the place. I'm like, it depends. If you use chicken breasts that you don't butterfly to make thin, maybe cook them a little bit first, then open, sprinkle a little bit of the Parmesan cheese, the sage leaf, the prosciutto on top, because the prosciutto will get crispier faster than a thick chicken breast. Yeah. If it's chicken cutlets, you could probably just layer it all and put it in there. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, I want the crispy prosciutto. Okay. And the crispy sage too. Yes. Okay. What's the first thing you're going to bake? Probably honestly, just like straight up chocolate chip cookies. All right. Do it. I love it. I know that that doesn't seem very exciting, but like my freezer routine of like having frozen chocolate chip cookies at the ready has kind of fallen off in part because I'm like, oh, I don't want to turn the oven on. But maybe if I could do it in my air fryer with my liners. I would do it more often. All right. Megan, um, you know what we're going to do? I think so. We're going to take it to our listeners community. I know for a fact this one, like if that message board isn't lighting the F up after this episode, I'm going to be disappointed because I know. Oh my know, God, you guys, we're going to get in trouble with Because I know people have strong feelings and it is such a versatile tool that I know everyone's using it in slightly different ways. So yes, hundred percent. We missed something genius and a hundred percent. You guys know that and need to chime in so that we can get in on that. So if you have not joined us in our community, join for free at didn't I just feed you.com backslash community. And if you want those bonus episodes, other goodies, access to our recipes, which are going to turn into meal plans soon, if they haven't already <laughs> join our supporting community, all the information is on that page as well. Follow us on Instagram where we are at didn't I just feed you. And I promise to give a full report of my new air fryer when yes. it comes. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review. 